Hi, and welcome to The Language Lie. A podcast about idioms. I'm Ingrid. I'm Casey. Are you Casey? (laughs) Constant question. How's it going, Casey? It's great. We're recording during the day, and let me tell you, I look different on camera without the cover of darkness. Uh, No one knows that you can also see... Casey has a face that's outside during the day. It's less cute than the one when it's completely dark. So (laughs) your face looks better if it's not in the pitch black. Yes. Cool. Well, Texas is the place for you. We keep losing our electricity. So yeah, just make that work for you. Cool. Uh, Are you excited to hear about an idiom today, Casey? Yes. Pause noted. Yes. Long pause noted. Great. So glad you showed up anyway. Thank despite you. Despite perhaps not having enthusiasm. Consistency is key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the excited one. Casey comes along for the ride. So the idiom I chose to research today is one from that we've had on our list for a long time in a construct we haven't done. The cat's out of the bag. Interesting. Okay. We haven't done this one? I'm just kidding. We haven't. <laughs> this is actually sure one of this my... is episode 44. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we did uh, Curiosity Killed the Cat. Curiosity Killed the Cat. Cats and dogs. It's raining cats and dogs. There's a lot of cat-related idioms. And remember, there were like 174 horse-related idioms or something yeah. along those lines. Like, yeah. so many. Um, Animals. Animals, man. Yeah. They've been around for a while. Apparently. All right. Do you know what you think the cats out of the bag means? Cats out of the bag means that the information is out there. Um, The surprise has been unsurprised. Uh, (laughs) Those are quitting new words, unsurprised. (laughs) Yeah. Well, unsurprisingly is a word. Um, There's also another idiom that we could use to describe this idiom, which is the horses out of the stable. Um, That's an idiom? I've never heard that in my life. I heard it recently, yeah. So it's like something, you know, you can't put back. Um, you can't Where undo. did you hear this thing about horses? I have another idiom podcast that you don't know about. <laughs> it's called The Language Truth. Uh, <laughs> the horses out of the stable. All right. Something along those lines, yeah. <clears throat> Tune that in be, next week. That could be like a slightly wrong thing but essentially uh you know once once the information's out there it's out there so whether that be the unsurprising of something or a data breach or whatever else (laughs) wow it's a very two very different things Definition. Sorry, I know we're trying to keep it short here. My bad. No, I liked it. Uh, you're absolutely correct. The Cambridge Dictionary defines this as to allow a secret to be known, usually without intending to. I think that's part that you didn't touch on. That the unintention, unintentionality, which is also an unsurprise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you have any guesses about where this might come from, Casey? No, I. I want to know why the cat was in the bag in the first place. Me too. Um, But I really don't have no clue where... I have never met a cat who would get in a bag. Willingly, at least. 
They might get in there if you didn't want them to. Mm. I had an uncle who had a a gym bag that my grandmother or my aunt's very mean cat, very mean cat, uh, climbed into Jinx was the cat's name, climbed into the bag. My uncle didn't know, took the gym bag, threw it in the back of his trunk, ran a bunch of errands, went to the bar, (gasps) uh, came back. And I guess he didn't need the bag, and he like was like swinging the bag around, whatever, because he was probably drunk. Oh my god! And then he got home and he opened the bag, and let's just say the cat came out of the bag very. <gasps> oh yeah. my god! I mean, to be fair, that cat was mean before this. What happened? Did your uncle die? I think Jinx scratched the crap out of my uncle Mike, which, to be Ooh. fair, he deserves it. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Okay, so we we did not plan this beforehand. I had no idea Casey had an amazing family story about cats and bags. You kind of started that and you were like, my uncle and my grandma. And I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Those are the YouTube. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That was quite a ride. Casey, thanks for that. So we're done for the week. That was the story about the cat. Bye, guys. See ya. Wow. Okay. So, you think that it came from your uncle? No. And Jake's, I have no idea. The cat. Okay. So, <laughs> I uh, like most idioms. I like to research. We don't really know where this came from. Mm, but I love those. It was a. It was fun when I was researching it. So I started on Wikipedia. And most of this is just Wikipedia and <clears throat> one other source. But I started on Wikipedia. The They say that the derivation of this is not clear. One suggestion is that it refers to a whip-like cat of nine tails, an instrument of punishment that was once used on Royal Navy vessels. And they say that that was purportedly stored in a red sack. And if a a sailor who revealed the transgressions of a different sailor would be letting that cat out of the bag. I guess because the other sailor would be punished with this cat of nine tails. This is real dark. Oh. Okay. Also, they use a cat and nine tails for... Punishment? Punishment on a ship? I don't really know what a cat and nine tails is, but I guess I should go find out. Don't Google that. Cool. I won't. Now, I don't. I, I know why I shouldn't. Um, another, they say, another derivation is from a pig and a poke <clears throat> scam, where a customer would um, buy, be buying a pig in a sack and would be sold a less valuable cat and wouldn't realize the deception until the bag was open. Uh, they say that there was Yo- Johannes Agricola made a reference to this in a letter to Martin Luther on the 4th of May 1530 as referenced in a wow. 2016 biography. Mm-hmm. So very so, old. Yeah, very old. I would like to say that Snopes.com uh, says that this is all false. And they reference this in the Wikipedia entry as well. Oh. They say so you just numerous... lied to me. <laughs> no. I, I was like, oh I... my gosh, the most historical <laughs> idiom we've ever done. Wrong. I, well, it was referenced in 1530, so the historical nature of it is... Uh, they don't say that that part is untrue, but that these the origins are. Oh, okay. okay. 
Sinope says that although numerous etymology books tout the explanation as the phrase's origins, common sense should serve to dismiss it. For a duped livestock purchaser theory to be right, the seller's deception would come to light only when the cat was let out of the bag. Bag or not, it is nigh on impossible to mistake a cat for a pig. But I just want to know where Snopes gets off arguing with numerous etymology books. Like, what? How, how the veracity of Snopes is more than numerous etymology books. And we could get into an argument about the veracity of the internet here. And I would like to. Oh, we so do not have time for that. We're we trying to minimize listen, these episodes. Listen, listen to our nine hour episode about that. But I'm going somewhere fun with this. So I, because I was like, huh. Why would, why would one of these things be more right than the other? I decided to ask an actual book, our trusty hog on ice. Ah. And, which predates the internet in good old 1948, as it's um, copyright. And I think Martin Luther references this book. Hog on ice? Yeah. Yes. Martin Luther talked a lot about hog on ice. We, we mentioned hog on ice and actually did a whole episode Casey researched the idiom hog on ice. You guys can go back and listen to that one long ago. It's a great book. Talks about a lot of different idioms. So he says, if all truth were known, our ancestors probably knew and practiced more sales tricks than the slyest and most unscrupulous merchants ever heard of today. Elsewhere, it's told one reason why a person was warned not to buy a pig in a poke. Um, the one might even get a piglet, the wriggling contents of the bag. So like a lively pig might be a cat. So uh, they say that once a literal statement, we use the expression nowadays with the meaning to disclose something that has been kept a secret. Literary use of the saying is not very old, he says, going back only about 200 years. But in common speech, it is likely that usage antedates that by another 200 years at least. Oh, okay. So he is agreeing with us. The literary use is only 200 years, but in common speech, perhaps Martin Luther goes 200 years further back. So that's where we are with it. We're not really sure. A oh, lot what, of places. What was I've, the year that? Sorry, what was the year that Martin Luther re referenced it? 1530. Okay. Okay. <laughs> A lot of places online said that it's just the idiom, I mean, was that it's what it sounds like. You let a cat out of a bag. So it's not even quite idiomatic, like something, I mean, it is, but they're saying that it doesn't have to have an origin. It's just that this is an idiom because it, it is what it's sounds like they're saying it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. They're basically saying, it. you know, it is what it is. Okay. Oh, which is one of my least favorite things to say ever. Uh, so when people, it is what it is. No, two, it's two not. Two questions. Two questions here. Cool. For, I love a follow up. Okay. <clears throat> I'm glad they're not from someone else. Yes, uh, I have a member in the audience. Uh, now, why would someone buy pigs in a bag? That is a great question, Casey. I don't. Like, was Purchased there a time livestock? <laughs> Sorry, was there a time period when, like, animals were sold in bags? Why would you ever buy something in a bag? This is a very good point. 
And a lot of things online said, you know, like, no one's ever going to mistake a pig for a cat. A yeah, cat like, for a pig. Like claws but why coming would, out of the bag. <laughs> why would either thing be in a bag? Yeah. Also, how did your uncle get that far? Because now that I'm thinking about a cat in a bag, like, the fact that he's swinging this bag around and there's a cat in there that's probably clawed through the bag is what I think would have happened at that point. Okay, question number two, Casey. Nope. Cool. Just one question then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, uh, so in researching this, I'd like to let you I'd, I'd like to let you know that I did find, by happenstance, our international idioms for the day. I'm going to send those over to you right now, Casey. I am so ready. I'm ca- <laughs> no really. I'm cat in <laughs> de Zakoben. That's good. That's Dutch, if you can't tell. And in German, Dein Katze, I'm Sack Kaufen. So your German accent and your Dutch accent sound very similar, Casey. I don't know the difference between the two languages. They're both Germanic, <laughs> right? Yeah. Alright, so there we go. I don't know. Somebody tell me why I'm wrong about Dutch. No, I think um, Dutch is very, like, more mouthy. Cool. German's guttural. You're like, Rrr. but like, Dutch is I more feel mouthy. like Dutch, all the sound happens in the mouth. I mean, Casey's, Casey's violently pointing at, a, shaking at his my mouth. Face, right? Yes. <laughs> no. So, wait, what does well, this mean? I feel like, even with your interesting pronunciation. I'm cat! <laughs> <laughs> is in sein bag no more so these are the these are the same things this idiom exists in several different languages those both loosely translate to buy a cat in a bag that is to buy false goods weird so that's like a different meaning that's a different meaning yeah you're correct hmm. yeah, interesting crazy i love this about idioms sometimes you say kind of the same thing and it means something else Words mean different things in different languages, people. Who to thank? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you. That was yeah. Very insightful. Well, uh, um, if, if next time could we not do a cat idiom, I am allergic. Yeah. So you feeling a little sneezy? Your histamine mm-hmm. right now. I've been th- I've been throwing a lot of cat idioms at you. I am also allergic, so it's been a rough day over here. Yeah. Researching cats and trying to keep my head above water. So You're doing great. You... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Felt like I should have said something there. You're doing great. No, thanks. It's okay. You don't have to flatter me. If you'd like us to research a non-histamine related idiom for Casey, you can email us at thelanguagelie at gmail.com. Or slide into our DMs on Instagram, Twitter. Ditch. MySpace. You know, come Bank to go to our MySpace page. At the language lie, all one word. We definitely check it, so we'll talk to you soon. We're very responsive. Absolutely. I should go check that right now. Okay, thanks guys. Talk to you next week. Bye y'all. <laughs>